Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Pride, Pride the, the Podcast. Podcast, featuring extra special guest, CEO and founder of Slick Chicks, Helia Mohammedian. So grab yourself a drink or any other little treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. It's Pride, bitch. Everybody, welcome back. Hi. Hello. And that right there was a theme music from the serious acclaimed White Lotus. Critically acclaimed. Yes, my, by um, Mike White. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. currently in Sicily at the White Lotus reporting live for you guys. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm so I know excited. who dies. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Ashley. Ashley's on location right Ashley's now. on location. What, what White Lotus are you in, I Ashley? am at the White Lotus. <laughs> I, am, I, I like haven't seen the is. show. Whatever you say, Ashley's at the White Lotus in San Antonio. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I mean there probably would be one, but there probably would be a while. I hope so. But guys, thank you. D- welcome to a new episode. My name is Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. And I'm Ashley Mitchell. And once again, thank you to our friends at Rehab Entertainment, Teresa and John, for bringing us to your airwaves and ears. So, guys. What's happening with Teresa this week? Well, Teresa has just been featured by Reverie. Everyone, please go. Reverie is an LGBTQ channel uh, that features um, people that support the community, that is part of the community. And Teresa was featured this week um, as one of the new up and coming artists. And it's uh, it's really a treat, you know. Iconic. Iconic. Um, and also, she looks great. Her hair is fabulous and her tits are up. And you know, she loves when I tell her that. And so she looks great. I'm so proud of yeah, Teresa. Baby. Not only has she like helped pride the series and pride the podcast come to where we are today but she's like a humongous producer in hollywood doing the damn thing and and most important like she's a friend teresa and i we talked on the phone the other day for like almost an hour and she's like yo it's crazy like how we met and like we're on a i met teresa the day that her father passed away Mm-hmm. Uh, which was so wild. Like I saw this girl on the moat just crying at t- at Texas State. How long ago? That was like what? Uh, 2008. Yeah, because we had just left TJC. Oh, more than twenty years ago. Or, yeah, I don't know. I, can, I don't do math. No, 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 not Sounds that. That's great. But no, but it we don't was, have to play this game. We don't have to right. play this game. But no, I saw I saw Teresa and I approached her. She was she was going through it. Her father she had just found out, and it was. It, I mean, it bonded us for life. So, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy to kind so of shout out, baby. Shout out, baby. Thank you, Teresa, for everything. Hey, yeah, I'll I'll see. We'll be seeing you real soon, Teresa, in Texas. <laughs> okay, so when's the last time that we chatted? It was before Thanksgiving. It was before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving. We we took right. a little bit of time to thank everyone, our family and friends, and to spend time and to to really like reflect because I think it's so important for everyone to take like a mental health break and just, just take a moment. You know, there's so much going on in the world and the mm-hmm. world is so heavy. Um, but, you know, we have some good news. You know, one amazing piece of good news, well, two actually, one, Brittany Griner is free and she's on her way home. 
Um, yes. I'm, I'm so, 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 so excited. Honestly, last week was filled with good news. It was. It really was. Like Senator yeah. Raphael Warnock got reelected Thank for six in the Senate. Brittany Griner, obviously, and then Senate in the House passed the Defense of Marriage Act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And then I, uh, one ahead. other one, gas prices are at an all-time do, low. Do, yeah. do, do, I wonder are they going to thank do. Trump or acknowledge the fact that Joe Biden had some... I mean, what, what are they going to say? What are the supporters going to say? Oh, they, I, they who, don't care who, about What's going to say what? The 46% of Republicans who support Trump? Right. Compare that to... The rest of the world. Who the does. rest of the world. Um, one thing you know that I think is interesting, a lot of people uh, last week when it came out that Brittany Griner was on her way home, a lot of people were upset because there's mm-hmm. another prisoner being held over there and they're like, he was a Marine, he, he should be coming home. But he actually spoke out and said that he's at an actual higher level yeah. than Brittany. And he was like, I knew, he said, I want to come home and I hope they're helping me. He said, but I'm in a different classified because he's seen as a traitor or something. In that. Yeah, I saw he, he was saying like, I, I just wish the U.S. was doing doing more if not the same that they did for her for me well there is the also i don't want to say argument but yeah. the like spotlight britney had more of a celebrity status being that she is right. a WNBA star also a, le- a lesbian right. which in russia is clearly like not allowed so it kind of made smarts from a political and equality perspective for joe biden mm-hmm. to do the one-on-one pr- prisoner swap with britney but not to say that he should come back to america 100 percent. i think that time is coming but biden said it's a one-on-one deal and he chose britney yeah. damn i mean but i, yeah, I agree with sorry, sorry to that man yeah, so Paul Whelan and Brittany Griner's uh, accusations or convictions were vastly different. I yeah. mean, he was of, convicted of espionage, while hers was, you know, like a small drug charge, yeah. even though <laughs> that was a lot of years for a small... I didn't even know. My mom was... I was talking to my mom today, and she was like, it wasn't even THC. It was CBD in her, like, oil that oh, wow. she had. Hmm. Yeah, and I was like, that's wild that was just an excuse and i mean i am sorry to to whelan but you know putin set it up where we were going to be played no matter what yeah 100 percent. you know and now we have no leverage i also though i i was gonna say ashley i also think he probably set it up for there to be infighting because what i was saying is like there's a lot of americans especially pushing the racist narrative they're like why you got to save her and not him he's a true american he's a marine and you know you're looking at a white man and they brought home a queer black woman um and and you have people i mean they kind of set it up where people i've seen today especially on the right side i guess um the conservative side they're really going in they're like no why did you bring her this man fought for our country and xyz so it, I think it's created a little bit of discourse as much as people are happy, you know, and I, I think that that sucks. Well, that also like, showcases how hypocritical the Republican Party is mm-hmm. because their president conducted a coup mm-hmm. and nothing has been done for him. Mm-hmm. And so they want to say that this Whelan, who I'm sure is a wonderful person, thank you for his service, that conducted espionage, that is in no court there's no court case that can like be argued that a coup or espionage 
is the same thing as carrying CBD, which in America is a legal and, substance. And, and to be very clear, like, I haven't heard, and, and they talked about this, I, I was seeing, um, I think it was Jamel Hill said, it's interesting that you haven't ever heard the name Paul Whelan really come out of any of these conservatives' mouths who are now today being like, we love him, he's for us, but it's just like, you're only saying that to be in such opposition of Britney, and now it's you're gonna bring this man back. Like now, you see people being insulting. You see the Marjorie Taylor Greens, and you see the the uh, Howleys, Josh Howley. Like you see those people being the Ted Cruz's. They're being now insulting. Well, they and weren't now, on Chelsea Manning's side either, right? And so they're more on it. They're against women. They're against queer people. They're against people of color. It's just like save this white man. There are for therefore anything that their subordinates will vote for them on, which yeah. we just saw in the Herschel Walkle. Werkle and Raphael Walker. Yeah, that one. He he probably can't can't even pronounce his last name right either. Um, But we just saw that like come out into fruition on our side. His his people didn't even vote for him either. They wanted. They went against Trump, and they wanted. Go ahead. Inadequate. It was completely inadequate and it was like it's not lost on anyone that the republicans picked uh herschel walker uh on purpose as kind of like an insult to the black voters because they had a republican they chose somebody that's like a football hero and all this stuff but he's clearly inadequate very low iq pretty sure he probably has brain damage and but they were like He's black, so... Well, they did the mm-hmm. same thing with Sarah Palin, like John McCain, God right. rest his soul. They decided, oh, let's put a woman on his running yeah. ticket just to... To appeal to, to voters. Just to exploit the women vote because we have a woman on the mm-hmm. ticket now, but she is dumb as rocks. So I actually, right. I, I have a... I'm going to say something positive about Herschel Walker, actually. No, don't do it. No, let's I get a break. No, no, no. We'll I actually, be right no, 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 I actually have something to say. The one thing that he did is he got up there and he made a concession speech, and he okay, did not. He, yeah, he, did, he did not. He did not try to say it's not real. And another thing he said is we have to trust and believe in our elected officials. He went mm-hmm. out there and he did something that nobody else who was a Trump runner did. Carrie Lake didn't and, do that. And she didn't do that. You know, he wasn't an election denier. He didn't get out there. And honestly, when I saw him get a concession speech, he seemed relieved because I think he, he finally, didn't want to do I, I think he finally got to the point that he said, yo, they're using me as a patsy. I think that, yes, he does have low IQ, but I think that every single person of color, especially, know when you're being used and peddled by people for not your benefit and not your good, but for theirs. And I think that when he made that speech, I think it was so powerful. And what happened right after that? Trump started talking shit about him. Do and people started that saying that he was weak. speech came authentically from Herschel or do you think it came from the GOP party? I don't think it, I think it came from people around him that he was working with. I don't think it came yeah. from the GOP party. And I also don't necessarily think it came directly from him, but I think that they were able to craft that in a way where, because here's the thing, regardless, I want to give him his props because he could have went out there, even if they wrote a speech for him and said, say this, he could have went out there and went off the rails and started talking about he a werewolf and a vampire and all that shit again. And he didn't (laughs) do that. He didn't do that. So I want to give him, you know, I want to give him those props. There's so much that's going on in the world. And he went out there and he conceded. And, you know, now Georgia, Georgia, Georgia is ours. And I love it. Finally. But you know what's interesting is there's it's what hasn't been on the table in the first few months is like immigration, whether it's from Mexico or, 
Canada or from Abbott sending all of the immigrants up to the northeastern states. But I'm excited to talk to our, our next guest. Yes. yes, I'm super excited. Whose family is an immigrant into the states and she is killing it. She is killing it. So guys, go fill up your drinks, fill up your bowls, fill up whatever you have. We're going to come back and talk to the CEO of Slick Chicks, Helia Mohammedian. So we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hi. Now, I am super excited. I have been trying to get this young woman on the podcast for a very long time. My friend, the CEO and founder of Slick Chicks, Helia Mohammedian. Boo, 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 boo. Hey. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm yes. so excited. I am super excited. I have been, I mean, I've known you for a, a long time on just, you know, coming around, um, the little towel world and everything. Thank you, Andrew Goldberg, for introducing us. And so it is great to finally get you on the podcast to talk about your amazing line. I cannot wait. So first, how are you? How's everything going? I'm, I'm great. I'm just so happy because you guys are so extremely happy and energetic, and I love this already. So I'm excited. <laughs> we, 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 keep, we keep the energy I, here. Yeah, we try the best we can. <laughs> We I'm trying to do the best I can with what I got. What oh. got? <laughs> um, so listen, we're in the holiday season, and as you know, and before we get into kind of your line and who you are and everything, so you just moved recently, I heard. So how has that been going for you? Like moving during the holidays, I'm sure is stressful and crazy. Oh gosh, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I have been. Fortunately, I've only moved two blocks, so okay. I, oh. I I don't have any room to be like complaining um but it it's been a process i feel like i'm just like living in boxes right now so mm. <laughs> it's a little bit of, of a mess i don't think the viewers can see us right so they they don't see what's happening no and, this is a podcast so they just listen yeah, no. <laughs> what um we do post on youtube we do post so. on youtube you they will see yeah. your they will see everything going on and behind you. i mean basically from what i see it looks perfectly Fine. Yeah, I would, well, yeah. we don't want to see what's happening outside. Right, outside the frame. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, what neighborhood are you everything. in? Um, but yeah, I, I live in Brooklyn. I've been a New Yorker for about 21 years. So Ooh, always good to change things up a little bit. So. Where right. did you move from? So I grew up in a very small southern town in louisiana called ruston you've probably never heard of it before. i have <laughs> we have we have we're you from, ain't yes so i have Brayden <laughs> yes, and, and i are from east texas we were born and raised in east texas so we very go to shreveport and all texas. that yeah we know ruston yeah yes. oh my gosh okay, because i usually say that and no one has any idea where yeah. that is on the map no. um, oh my gosh louisiana is on the map but um yeah so i i moved here for fashion design school and i stayed ever since but originally from iran go women of iran yes. <laughs> we definitely want to get into that and talk to you about that a little bit as well so isn't it amazing you know to move to new york for a purpose you moved here for fashion design school and look at you now like it's great to say i moved to new york for this and then you were doing it how does that feel it it feels good but i will have I like I can't like pat myself on the back because I think I've had a slew of jobs that were just like really awful too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I think Ooh, that's has been in New York. Right, that's it's like kind a rite of, of passage. Took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. Yep. 
Um, it's been, it honestly, it's been a really great learning experience every, every, you know, year that I've been here and, um, every job has taught me something for the next one. And eventually it kind of all came together when I started my business. So, um, you know, looking back on it all, you know, I guess it was all for a reason, for a purpose. Um, so, um, yeah, I feel like super grateful for like being able to run this company and do what we do. I think that's what keeps me going, um, is the people that we impact. So like every morning I wake up, I'm like, okay, what can we do? That's better. How can we be better? Um, not just me, obviously I have a great team. It's not just me. Although sometimes it feels like we're super tiny, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing to live in the city. Right. I mean, yeah. like we're like the access to everything and, um, fashion has kind of like been my love since I was a kid. And I've had a lot of really awful jobs in fashion and really good ones. Um, yeah. such a cutthroat industry, you know, so one um, day I you're mean, in, yeah. one day you're out. Helia, tell our listeners what it is that your company is and what your mission statement is and what you strive to do for betterment in this world. Absolutely. So the company's called Slick Chicks and we make accessible apparel and undergarments for uh, people with disabilities, chronic illness, um, anyone who has limited mobility, uh, any kind of physical challenge, any kind of post-op, you know, uh, recovery needs and the aging population, which essentially is all of us at some point in our lives. Right. right. So we, yeah. we are, uh, we follow like the principles of universal design. So mm. we're all about being inclusive and trying to include as many people as we possibly can and not just segmenting one specific group. So um, I started this whenever um, I had an experience with a family member who was who had a surgery actually and uh, wasn't able to change herself. And so I was a designer, you know, I've always been in fashion design sewing. And so I decided literally to make shift a pair of underwear for her, like in my New York city apartment, like wow. almost a decade ago. And, um, that's what started the company. And just, it's been really incredible. It's opened my eyes to something that like, I feel like a lot of us maybe take for granted, which is like changing yourself, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it definitely changed my perspective on that. So it's been a really incredible, um, it's been an incredible, uh, just journey for me, uh, yeah. just been like immersed in this, like super amazing, strong community of people that had to like adapt to life, but, um, they're, they're embracing it and they just kick ass and it's really awesome to be a part of. So that was, that's kind of like why we started, but, you know, um, since, since like I've the, the beginning, we've all, we've never like pivoted what our messaging is and what our mission is. And so it's always like people first. And so we're like, I always say we're like a people first company and we will always stay true to that. I love that. That is so amazing. And I have to say it's, it's coincidental. My mom actually just had foot surgery and she cannot walk right now. And she won't be able to for probably another like six weeks to two months. And I've been taking care of her and like helping her with everything and realizing the difficulties of like, you know, 
underwear and socks and everything. And so things in life. That you yeah. And like going through all of that, it's kind of surprising that there aren't more companies and like fashion, like uh, companies that have accessible clothing like that, you know, because it's really, really needed, you know, and it makes life so much easier. So thank you so much for creating that. And I'm definitely, I told my mom about the interview and she was like, oh my God, I need to go shopping. I know. <laughs> so. like, you know, I want to send her some, but no, you're absolutely yeah. right. Like, I feel like ever, you know, when I talk to people about it, they're like, oh my God, I know somebody that could, could have used this mm -hmm. or could use this. So I feel like, you know, there's such a huge population of people that you know whether they're permanent or temporarily mm -hmm. disabled they need something in their their life that makes them feel dignified and confident and sexy and independent. i was gonna say and the clothing right? is sexy like you can yeah. like you know a lot of times when people think that oh we're getting stuff for like disability it's gonna be bland no you're it's very sexy like it's just like it still helps them feel that confidence and i think that that's yeah. and, and anyone know ashley's mama she gonna want to still feel sexy so she oh yeah <laughs> she, my mom is a complete diva she's a fashionista so for her she likes to match everything and so it's like killing her to only wear one sock and like anybody who comes over she's like apologizing for her parents i'm like mom you're healing like it's yeah. cool like, you're fine everybody knows you're a diva relax yeah no but i mean it it's like you know what you wear kind of like it sets the tone for your day it, it that's part it's, of your identity yeah it's, exactly you know you feel good in your clothes you feel good on the outside and inside too but it's like it's there's a level of confidence i think that like we all need to to feel good about ourselves especially with regards to like our appearance and um so yeah we're we're um definitely like a a company that's like bridging that gap between function and fashion so we don't want to be medical you know um not knocking any medical products but we that's not like who we are as a company yeah. we want to yeah. um, still be able to, you know, um, provide a need for somebody or to be a solution, but not look ger like a geriatric pro product, you know, right, like, right. We're not, like trying to be like bland and sterile or anything like that. So, so Helia, you mentioned earlier in the green room before we started recording that your family's originally from Iran. So how is it being someone who, Ha who, whose ancestry has immigrated from the States and now you have become this successful business owner. Do you, what is that journey like? Have you had any hardships, especially in like the crazy political climate that we've seen over the past six years, decade or whatnot? How has that experience been for you and your family? Yeah. I mean, I, so I was born in Tehran, which is the capital of Iran. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember I was, so young we moved right after the revolution i i was three mm -hmm. uh i'm eight i'm everyone's gonna know my age at this point they're gonna be like oh my goodness um but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no. yeah we uh we moved uh because my mom uh i was as a child i was having like this like some sort of seizure and my mom and my dad rushed me to the hospital and my mom didn't have her covering and they wouldn't let us in. Mm. And this, like, I think they went to two different hospitals before they were able to get into a third. Um, and you know, they were freaking out and they're 
young parents and that my dad was like, there's no way in hell we're going to stay here. Like we can't like raise our kids here. Like this is crazy. So we left after that. Um, my uncle had, was already living in the States. Mm. Um, and so my parents who were, you know, in they were both in finance, they both worked in banks. Um, they were educated. They came here to the States and it was, it was tough. My no one would give my dad a job. My mom didn't work. Um, I know my dad like had to basically work in like, like fast food, you know, restaurants. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't give him a job in the banks here. So I know that that was really hard on them. Um, but I think it also, we, as the kids seeing that, like, it was like incredible to see our parents, like, rise above that. And they always like, just work hard for anything that you want. And so I think that them showing us that was kind of like our, the encouragement that we needed and like the motivation for us to like, and inspiration, but, um, all of that was, um, what kind of drove, I think my, all, all of us, my sister, my brother, they're both entrepreneurs, um, and myself to really want to just like do something more with our lives and just create something that is meaningful that makes us happy um so it was definitely um very difficult for them but also at the same time they they were um you know they were lucky enough to meet some amazing people that did help them while Mm -hmm. we were here when we moved here so you know i'm like living in the u.s like being in america is whatever but like anyone in another country they want to be here right right Mm -hmm. i mean i'm just like during certain periods of like, right. You know, yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Wants to be here. Right. We get, we we get it. it. <laughs> We're a little embarrassing sometimes, but yeah, yeah. we act up sometimes. Sometimes we got to sit right, down. Right. But I mean, right. it really is like, um, you know, a country that has so much opportunity for people. Right. So we were really fortunate to be able to be here. And, um, uh, my family that's still living in Iran, um, it's been, it's been tough. Like it's, there's a, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, my aunt, like leave her house um and my uncle actually passed away last year from covid but he was a really well-known um musician he played in the orchestra in iran and when the revolution happened they were like no more creative arts nothing and so he went into like this deep depression for so many years and he never came out of it so Mm -hmm. it's it's really sad because you know people there have been like oppressed for so long and I'm happy that they're like using their voice. And it's incredible to see that the women are, and you know, it's yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm happy that it's happening finally. And, you know, um, I just keep sharing about it because, you know, there's, there's only so much we can do, but like, I just keep reposting things and sharing things about it. Um, just cause it's so important to get it out there right now. Um, and the women of Iran were like time heroes of the year. Yeah, yeah. they were. Amazing. Uh, that was so amazing. But, yeah, so that was a long story. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. No, this amazing. is this is exactly what we want to hear. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, um, but, you know, I, what I really love to see was during, you know, the World Cup. It, it's being, you know, it's problematic because where it's being hosted and stuff like that. But when the... um. Uh, 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 the guy that ran onto the pitch, you know, he was like supported Iranian women, mm-hmm. um, love, 
LGBT, LGBT yeah. you know, uh, yeah. But yes, I, yeah. I was just like, that was so brave no. because I, as soon as it happened, I was like, he's probably dead. That well, was the you, first thing uh, that went through my mind. Well, didn't, Helia, you probably know more about this than we do, but didn't an Iranian supporter of um, the Iranian women, he got killed when he was a fan and he went back to his home country of Iran and he got killed, right? Yes. Just a fan? Oh, yes. I, didn't, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's it's just disgusting what's happening over there it's like i hate to bring the tone of this down but it's no, like, no it's, I, I mean it's no, real it's, it's so real important. i was gonna say yeah, it's very no, important it, it really is um yeah I, I mean i think that the people in iran have gone through hell for 20 plus years and you know i just really hope that at this point we they get some support and some aid from you know other countries and i know there's countries out there that are like doing it, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. And um, I just hope that that kind of like, you know, uh, happens with more countries and that they get more support mm-hmm. um, as we go through this and we kind of, and that they can get through it because it's hard, it's hard to see my parents too, like talking to like our extended family and mm-hmm. them not. Yeah, it's, Be- a, it's a, Being- yeah, it's a, being a successful Iranian American entrepreneur who's literally crushing it here in the States, do you have any, like, what are the comments from your family back home? Are they yeah. seeing you as like a beacon of hope or inspiration or even friends of your family who know how well you're doing here in the States and just living your life? Do you have you any? Sweet. I'm like, thank you. I don't, you I... know, like, I guess I look at success in different ways, but Thank you for saying, I, I feel like, you know, it's, I don't know when I hear that, I'm like, I feel like our team, it's like the team is like really the successful ones, That's, right? Where I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, but, that, be like, yeah. but it starts at the top, you know, right, right. someone I, has to come up know, with the idea. They follow, you know? they follow what, your lead. They what has your the feedback from yeah. your family or people that, you know, back in Iran? Yeah. It's actually, they're, they're so sweet. Like I, I pitched, uh, not, I pitched, I was on QVC live like yes. three years ago and my dad, we have this, like, like, I guess my dad has a group chat with like some of our family members mm-hmm. and they're so sweet. They just like, they'll share it on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's the platform that they use. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone Same. Facebook anymore, yep. like my right. parents do, but like, and I don't, it, and it's so unfortunate because I don't read like I can't like read or write Farsi and that's my fault. Mm-hmm. Like I should have learned, but they'll post things and they'll like, I'll have to look at the translation and oh. it's really just, it's so sweet because I haven't like, I haven't met a lot of my extended family. So I don't know them. You know, I left when I was so young and like, oh, yeah. I'll see pictures. Like my mom will pull out albums and she's like, that's your aunt. Like that's your, you know, oh. um, uncle. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, they're so supportive of me and I love it. And I'm just like, God, I wish I could like meet them and give them a hug and like thank yeah. them. But it's like, they, you know, we, we haven't like had the opportunity to go back. And if I did, I would just like, you know, I, I would, I think I would probably be in tears, but they're, yeah. they're, they're all so supportive. And um, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so like, ha- you know, honored to be able to represent like Persian people and be able to do this and like 
like do something good, you know, and like use our platform for good. So. Absolutely. Are the, are the male do figures any... just as supportive? This is probably a hard question, but the male figures back in Iran, are they just as supportive as for you as your independence here in the States? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's so funny, like the women are more on social media than the men. <laughs> so, um, a lot of like my, my, my aunts will probably share things with like my uncles, but, um, everyone is, you know, pretty supportive, yeah. um, across the board. So yeah, I've, I've been fortunate enough to get like really good feedback from them. I love okay. that. You and I have a, a kind of a similar situation where I like my, my parents are from Mexico we don't really have many family, much family back there, but I don't know how to speak Spanish. I don't know how to, I can kind of read and write it, but like no idea. And I just, I mean, that's on me to, I've never learned, but it was also my parents because they acclimated when they came here and were like, okay, well we don't really need Spanish anymore. Cause yeah. you know, and so I know. And I'm like, Oh, I can't let that. I, like, I know. I want, right. Hold I me back. Let that die with me. Like I want it to like, you know, it, it's, we, I was just having this conversation because my sister and my mom just visited, but my nephews are six and eight. And when they were younger, my mom would only speak to them in Farsi mm -hmm. and they would like, they would communicate in a weird way when they were younger. Like they kind of understood her. Now, when my mom talks to them in Farsi, like, because she, I mean, they don't see each other as often. They're like, cause they call her honey. She's that's, instead of like grandmother or mama yeah. or whatever um, they call her honey but um they're like honey we don't know what you're saying speak in english and she's like she refuses to speak to them in english but like we <laughs> we grew up in a house like where my mom and dad they spoke english and farsi so when my friends came over like they were like what the hell is going on because <laughs> like, they would just go in between in and out and i don't know you know if you know that was probably weird but like i i just was used to that and they still do that now you know mm -hmm. and i'm like oh. they say y'all gonna learn <laughs> I'm oh, like, Mom, I love that. She'll, she'll do that in front of my friends i'm like can you speak please speak english that's rude like no one knows what you're saying like, you know? in my um, house no <laughs> right yeah but um i know I, I just don't want that to kind of die with you know me and my sister we we probably should like really um make that a priority to learn more but yeah it's we love to eat the food though like we like the culture <laughs> yeah. right like Word. i we eat persian food all day long and i'm like all about it <laughs> yeah delicious <laughs> <laughs> any food i'll eat it i mean i'm not picky <laughs> right. so what's new what like what's next like Darrell mentioned earlier it's the holiday season like do you have any holiday plans like yeah. with the company you know any like yeah. rollouts coming up? Do you have a gift yeah. guide situation? Oh, we do. I don't say gift guide. I'm just triggered from work. <laughs> no, actually, no. Um, so we uh, recently um, were out in LA uh, with our like uh, creative team, and they brought in like a, a like a cinematographer and somebody in production and like a PA, and we did this like incredible video and it's going to be ready next week. So I don't know when this is going live, but um... you're live right now, honey. No, <laughs> no we're not live right now. <laughs> no, we ain't live right now, but could you imagine? No, we're not. Uh. <laughs> but think, okay. You know how sometimes there's like 
these commercials like Nike, for example. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're at the end, you're like crying or something. You're like, wait, it was just somebody running. Why am I in tears right now? Yeah. But it's like, the the team that put this video together they're so incredibly talented when i watched it i was like is this our company how is this possible like it's it was a beautiful beautifully shot video with a incredible woman and it's basically telling her story and how she um had to you know deal with a lot of adversity and triumph above that and she has kids and you know just being a mom um, being a, you know, uh, a creative woman and a disabled woman. And so we just kind of like follow her journey in a day. Mm. It's really exciting. So we're rolling that campaign out, um, very soon. And, um, that's probably the biggest thing for us as a company. We're very, we're super scrappy. We, we like doing organic marketing. We like to like really um, work with ambassadors and people that really believe in like what our mission is. Um, so we don't, we're not like doing a bunch of like marketing campaigns. So this is like a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it just feels really like the right time for us as we're, we're growing. And um, yeah, that's, that's probably the biggest thing for the holiday and um, hopefully a little bit of time off. <laughs> it, Word. I was like, everybody's been working so hard. It feels like nonstop. And I think everybody just needs a break too. For, Absolutely. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. a little bit. So I think, I think in December, like we're going to take some mental health days and just you kind have of to. like, yeah, kind of re like energize before 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a tough year, right? Like it's... I feel like the last, the last yeah. three, four, I last mean, couple yeah. years. I feel like 2022 kind of just yeah. went right on by. 2021 it. was way worse yeah. for me. It was rough. Well, I think we've been mm-hmm. in the pandemic for so long. And 2023 yeah. is when we're like out of this pandemic, yeah. which is a little bit mm-hmm. more challenging as being in the pandemic, just trying to get back to life. Used to, I'm just speaking from personal experience. Yeah, you go. Uh, uh, pers- but like, like this year, I feel been like we lost. We've lost like a sense of time. Like yeah. there's sometimes I feel like it's still 2020, and I'm like, no, that was two almost three years ago. Yeah, like to think about before the timeline. I'm like, you want me to wake up at eight o'clock for a nine a.m. <laughs> meeting? Since when? Yeah, but I mean, back in the day, still, that was normal. <laughs> yeah, but like I was gonna say, like, are people still working remote? I'm, I am, yeah. I am, I am remote permanent. I am not. Much. Um, my job, I mean, they have the office open and they're like, if you want to go in, you can, but, and I was like, all you have to say, if, and if it's, if, it, if it's good. <laughs> right. So I've just been at the house, but I have thought, you know, actually, I think working from remote when it's cold is actually really good for me. But like yeah. once the spring comes in, I am going to like make myself go in at least two days or something. Cause I need to get out of the house. Cause I was, I, I was say, telling, I was telling right. Adam the other day, I was like, I haven't left the house in like a minute i only leave on the weekends to go turn up and like get in your face and towel but like <laughs> but, but like i don't go anywhere i don't do anything. i would suggest doing like mm-hmm. a hybrid during the winter i know it's cold and you want to go out but getting out at least two times a week making it yeah. like a, a tuesday thursday we'll pray on it because right. no, no, well, right. you sitting here like i'm so i i ain't no, seen no, the no. sun in in, uh, in the uh, years uh, you know but you know in i do year. but i but i do know that it is something that i i want to do definitely when i come back in january because it's like you know yeah. there's no q one 
Q1. We'll put that as a Q1 problem. Um, <laughs> actually, did you have a question? I'm sorry, because I, I know you had something. Oh, no, I wanted to ask, um, as far as like your company goes and just fashion in general, like where do you see, where do you want to see your company say in like 10 years? And do you want to expand on like the, in the fashion industry into other avenues? And should we collaborate and put Pride the Podcast logo on any of your Of course. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Pride season, let's talk. Of course, I would love that. I'm already. I'm gonna start brainstorming what we can do. Yeah, maybe like a hoodie or something. Yeah, <laughs> we love a hoodie. Um, I um, I really love that you just asked that because we are we're actually expanding into um, like parallel markets and like really trying to like think about okay we were we are solving a, a need, right? But mm-hmm. that, that can be a need in so many different areas, like the military, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot, um, we had, well, we did, we had a lot of people in the military that were purchasing our products and we were shipping them to um, Air Force bases and Army bases. And um, we got an email from like a female officer and she was like, I love your products, um, but you know, not everybody in the military can afford them, right? So, you know, just a, a little bit of feedback and we're like, okay, what can we do? So we're working on developing like something that can bring more value to the people that serve our country, right? So mm-hmm. um, that is that is like a very new path for us, but one that we know that could make such a huge impact. Um, so that's, that's definitely like a, like a very new territory for us, but um, it's been really like just eye-opening working with somebody that's like, you know, firsthand there, like the officer that that, that emailed us is an ambassador for us now. So we're working oh, with her. Awesome. Yeah, so it's pretty incredible. We get to work, um, we get to work with her and ask her questions and like, you know, when they're out on the field all day and like, they probably don't want to take off their boots and their pants and all of their like, uh, you know, get up, like, you know, it's, it's a lot. And the same goes for the men in the military. So um, we're also expanding into, you know, not just men's, but more gender neutral. Um, so we're working on a unisex line, a brother line, a sister line. Um, oh, yes. So, yeah, so there's a lot of things that we're working on. Not all like, we're we're doing a lot of product development and you know r d because it takes a lot of money to do this <laughs> we're, we're like you know taking our time and really trying to be thoughtful about like every approach mm-hmm. but we know that like, even us as a company like we believe in being inclusive but there are you know there are things that we don't offer everybody so we do want to be more inclusive in that sense so um yeah to better answer your question yeah so the military is like one specific you know um, area in the market that we're really trying to tap into. And also, um, we know that there is opportunity within like healthcare, but we are not a medical product and we don't, that's not what Slitchix is. So we have thought about like working on, um, other products that are specifically for people who might be, you know, in assisted living or in retirement or -hmm. need that, uh, that, you know, something that, because people still want to, the people are people, they still want to feel good, right? So it's not, we're not trying to um, create anything that's like, 
you know, very medical, but that is a little bit more affordable too, um, yeah. because that not everybody can purchase our products. So we're working on that as well. So a lot of things happening in the next year, but um, all like really exciting things. And it's like, we're like learning a lot too about ourselves and, you know. And the people um, you serve, I'm sure. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna say it's been incredible. That's amazing. And then like, it's, it's so amazing that you're able to merge those worlds and like bridge that gap that, mm-hmm. We don't even think about that there was a gap, but it's just like, yeah, you, we do need these products and we Mm -hmm. do like someone to advocate for these people. You know what I'm saying? So that's amazing. My father was also in the military. So really? Yeah. You're like really speaking to me and my family. I mean, that's, that is definitely, you know, um, that that's important for us. Like we're also thinking about bringing some of that manufacturing back home too, so wow. that we can you know, support, yeah. you know, jobs here as well. So there's a lot of things that like, we have a list of things we want to do. And I'm like, we'll eventually get, them, <laughs> we'll, you know? we'll get there. We'll try, we'll try our best. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's like things that you like do or see in your everyday life and that you don't even think like, oh my God, we could do that better, you know, or, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of times it's things that are like right in front of your face. And, yeah. you know, so many people were like, when I remember whenever I started the company, they're like, oh, like that totally makes sense now. Like, why didn't anybody think of that? Right. Um, yeah, I know. It's like most things are like right there in front of your face. But um, yeah, for me, it was, it was, uh, I guess, you know, just a combination of having a personal experience and, um being in that world and that design world. And I love innovation. That's like my favorite thing is to like create and see something come to life. So that that's probably like where I like thrive in, in terms of like business finance. I have someone else that helps me with that right. so much. Like I, I don't want to do Excel sheets and balance sheets and all well, that. Maybe so. they can come over here and help, <laughs> help me find you. Listen, hey, we can, we have to have you back, right? You have to come back with us, sit at the table right. with us. Let's talk hot topics all day. Cause there are so many things that we can talk about. Um, congratulations on everything. We love you. Yeah. We cannot wait to continue to see you to climb. Tell everyone out there where they can go and purchase any of your products and where they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. You can um, shop our products at www.slickchicksonline.com or find us on Instagram or TikTok at Slick Chicks Online. Yay. Yay. Come on, Thank- Slick Chicks. I love it. I love it. You're the slickest I chick it. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see you again in person and very soon. You know, I'll be in your face. So thank you so much again. Um, you're a doll. Again, come back to us so we can do this again. Yeah, I loved it. I had so much fun and such a pleasure to meet you all. Thank you for like what you do as well. And this is such an awesome platform. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. We try. We try. We try. Well, until next time, my dear, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Yes, Queen. Uh, Celine, we love you here at Pride of the Podcast. I am going to take the next segment as a moment of silence. You will not hear me speak. Oh, she's not dead. She's on her way. Oh my God. We're all on oh. her way. We're all on her way. It's a, I'm just really it's sad. Just, I don't know how to like take it in. I know. I'm uh, really sad. It's it's really sad. Like her video was just heartbreaking. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that was um Celine Dion. Yes. Celine Dion. It's Celine just it's just Dion. really sad. I think that, you know, she's obviously been a performer that we have loved, you know, for years. And I think that to to hear her come out and talk about um her condition and what was it again? It was stiff person syndrome, correct? I think, that's I think yeah, yeah, that's a term that they yeah. use. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's probably like a yeah. more scientific, but yeah. Well, my heart will go on. news. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I will drive all night. <laughs> and I will. I'm gonna see how long. You I know. This. I want to see this go. I, I, I want to see how. <laughs> I was Brandon, to... did you ever see her in concert? You know, I did. Ashley Mitchell in Vegas. <laughs> Me and my mother and my stepfather went to Vegas. I went to Vegas like January, February, and March for CES, and then KBiz, and then went back in March to see Celine Dion for my mom's birthday. And I got in fight. I got in a fight with the bartender because he wouldn't give me a dirty martini. That's very and, Tanya. And my <clears throat> stop. And my my mom stood up for me, and she was like, "Can he at least get a cabernet?" She's so sweet, and she did. And then I had to sweet switch seats with the guy beside me because we got in a fight. Anyway, long story Jesus. short, Jesus, were you at a sporting event? Yeah, Celine right. Dion concert. Now you know anywhere where brain goes, that's the way it is. Hey. <laughs> That's, that's a great my way. Best friend. That's that, my best friend. That's that's nice. That was a good. Yeah. yeah like anyway, that. it was magical, and I'm happy to say that I have seen her live in concert. It was magical. Yeah. I'm I would love to. See but she her. says she still wants. She still plans on performing and doing some as long as she can. Mm-hmm. So definitely want as long as she's mine. Oh my god! Yeah. You know her tickets are now impossible to get. Yeah. So don't I mean, even think about. They've it. always been impossible I'm to try. get. I'm. A, hey, I'm. A, I'll put my pedal to the metal. I'm gonna definitely try. Adam, um, you wanted to talk about something that's going on with the World Cup. Talk to us about that. Yes, uh, because we were just speaking with Hale, Hale, excuse me, Halia, mm-hmm. and you know she was saying she hails from Iran. Iran just played USA. Unfortunately, USA won, but that's good for us. Hey, we made it to the quarterfinal. No, round of sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. But then they lost. But then we got our ass kicked by and the. I saw I saw a tweet. US. I know U.S. men's we talk too much national shit. team is just garbage. Well, well, we think they're we might garbage. do. We may we do well in twenty twenty six. They're just really say young. They're prepping themselves for twenty twenty six. They really are. No, they really are. They're they're really Not that young. Any of our listeners care. In four years, they do. They're going to be. They're going to be kind of at their peak, at their prime. So we may make a run next year or the next. Would you go play we'll ever, Adam? Go play, mm-hmm. Psh, bitch. Nor <laughs> why not? That shit's hard. They be running I'll for play. like two hours straight. We can barely walk up the stairs. I'll right. Play. I'll play. No, I would love like. Right, we're sitting down right now. And we're all out of breath. <gasps> no, I'm good. I'm breathing good. Anyway, <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like after the U.S. men's national team lost, they were like, "Hmm, well, that's the fastest USA has ever left a Middle Eastern country." <gasps> That's actually not true. Mic drop. That's not true because we had the whole uh, war in Iraq for like 19 years. That's why. That, 
That's what the that's joke what, that's was. That's the joke because, well, the joke, that was the because fastest. we stayed there too long and during our act and like we left quickly in this because we lost. Oh. God damn. That still doesn't make sense though. It does. I'll explain to you off the air. <laughs> no, my joke was funny. Brayden doesn't get it. Yeah. No, I don't because you aren't going to make sports with politics. Republican. That's they what go happened. Hand in they hand. literally go hand in hand. Shut up and dribble. <laughs> what, Ashley? Shut up and dribble. Yeah, that's what Brad wow. says. Speaking of dribble, I'm so glad Brittany Griner is back. She is. We talked about her in the Yeah, we already segment. talked about her in the first segment. Okay, great. No, we <laughs> did, but sure. We can keep saying it. I'll say it again. P. Sherman, 42 white. <laughs> yeah, say it again. I'll keep saying it all day. Brittany Griner is free. Yes, it's, it's, it's so good. I'm excited to hear, um, you know, because I know when she gets back to the U.S., hopefully, I hope they let her take a couple of things. Like we were talking about with Helia and the, um, uh, you know, the vets coming over and all that kind of stuff. I hope they help her with her PTSD. I hope we really look at her mental health and say, like, 100%. what can we do with you for mental health-wise before, sure. as a U.S., what we, because I know what the U.S. want to do. They want to get her back here and put her on every talk show. So I was just about to say, she's yeah. going to have a book. She's going to be on all of the morning broadcasts. She's going to hit the first. I think The View, and hopefully. Should. And I, I think so, too. She but, should run for office. She should write a children's book. She should what do are all, all the that. other people doing these but days? But she needs everything. the we need to look into her mental health and and, and, check, and check she, with her first. At Brayden at Bradley.com. Whatever, Ashley. What do you have to say? What do you have yeah. your hands up? Oh, where she came is San Antonio. Oh wow! Oh That's word. Where she to? Uh, I think it's Cali Air Force Base. Because that's where they like coming from overseas. Like, so she's on a military base. I'm not sure okay. if y'all heard that, being... but it sounded like it was the new Avatar underwater world. That actually uh, yeah, everything was garbled. But I did hear it. <laughs> everything was like, oh, no. yeah. I'm sure it sounds fine. Okay. But I'm excited to see that new movie. <laughs> no, I mm-hmm. listen. I I that's really crazy. So has security been crazy <laughs> in San Antonio, or have you seen any security things? No, I've been locked up because, you know, like, um, not locked up. But, um, you know, her, her surgery. So I've, I haven't really been out of the house like that. Yeah. Because she needs help moving around the house 24-7. So, no, I haven't noticed anything. But yeah. can you give us an update? I'm on sure how- where yeah. is um, that security is heightened. Of course. Yes. How is Mama Mitchell doing? She's doing well. She's adjusting to only be able to use one leg. You know, um, you know, she had foot surgery and uh, she won't be able to walk for six, seven weeks. Yeah. Mm. Um, she have an appointment next Friday where the doctor will take her stitches out. She'll be in a boo and they'll be better able to assess when she'll be able to walk again. Mm. But yeah, she's has she has a little scooter, so she's been scooting around the house. I know she has. <laughs> oh my god, running over everything. All of running over everything. Oh, I know it. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Just... Still ruling. Still ruling. Oh my gosh. 
Um, you know, I loved that when we were talking to Helia about her clothing and you were able to ask her about like, you know, clothing that could possibly like, cause your mom, you know, she's a fashionista and she wants to make sure she can still like mm-hmm. do things and not be any different. Um, there was a yeah. little bit of controversy and I wanted to talk to Helia about this a little bit. That's so why we got to get her back. Two things. One, you know, Helia started in 2012 and Kim Kardashian started her skims line in 2019. And there was an issue about uh, likeness and they had to go to them because uh, they had to they had to patent it and Helia's team did. And uh, Kim, it was it was a little oh. crazy. Yeah, it was a little crazy because they came out there and they were using the same like design and mission statement at the beginning. Um, and then Rebel Wilson uh, recently created Ow. clothes. For, for, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, but then like how are, how are anything close to well that's the thing and hell yeah was like no ma'am and a lot of people and a lot of supporters right. came came out um against that but you know not putting that on cam they were like your design team uh, but yeah it was really crazy um and then rebel wilson uh her controversy that came out about her clothing that she didn't create for um yeah. people of certain sizes um, and a lot of people were like, "But Rebel, you used to be a certain size, so why Big, would you consider? But fat. why would you? But why wouldn't you consider that? Why wouldn't you consider that? So, what- I I don't know. I've kind of I liked Rebel Wilson when she first came out, yeah. But I don't know. Kind of shift happened, and I was like, mm, I don't know about her. And I don't know. My intuitions are right. I mean, she was clearly. I think I think she still has an issue with like weight, and mm-hmm. uh, she probably should go therapy about it. No, one hundred percent. Because I feel like she lost weight, and now she feels like superior. Because it's kind of like, girl, how could you miss that memo and completely leave out the community that you were a part of your whole life, yeah. and all of a sudden now, be clothing where all you go up to is an XL. Do you right. think that like, was that's her? Not- do you think that was her or her team? I don't care. Around? I think that, I she, think she I, has a part. I think it may have been her. Regardless, it falls on her because it's her line. Right. So, like, if whoever, if her team came to her and they're like, these are the sizes that we're going to, she should have been like, no, we're going to go to, uh, you know, 3X or 4X or whatever. Like, that is on her. I mean, like, but this is also the same but, uh, woman who came out and said she's the first plus size romantically who's done a rom-com. And we know that that okay. wasn't true. You know, and, you she's know, like, at, yeah. And kind of, like, lives in her own little, like, bubble. That That's on, like, mm, I'm good on her. Yeah. But these, right. a lot of these celebrities don't have much say when it comes to, like, their business endeavors. They just like they just give over their name and likeness not that i'm defending rebel i'm just playing devil's advocate Mm, we don't need devil's advocate okay it's her fault yeah (laughs) right i mean and listen and i mean and even if that's not the words that came out of her mouth about the um plus size rom-com lead was her fault and then you know jennifer lawrence recently just said she's the first female lead in the action movie and it's like you're also incorrect yeah it's like you're an actress. You need to do your homework. I mean, hello, Sigourney Weaver and Aliens, Linda Hamilton and T2. So many. Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. Like, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Like, girl. Like, bye. you're, you're like not the first. Like, Wait, the first? Are you so wrapped up yourself that you thought you were the first female action lead? Like, that's Yeah, she said she was the first female. The first female action lead was 
Superwoman? Am I mean, I, sure. Any of any of those? Yeah. Am I wrong? It, I mean, I'm probably. I don't know wrong. if she was I the mean, first, but I mean, it doesn't even matter. I, no. It wasn't Jennifer Lawrence. It sure wasn't. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it wasn't even close to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, like ugh, it's 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 so upsetting. But you know, we want to always see women supporting women. That's why I'm so glad that Helia has her business that does that um, and trying to make everyone feel inclusive. Um, one thing I want to talk about real quick before we go: there has been um, increase in attacks of the LGBTQ community here in New York, particularly Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's been several people who have been seen leaving bars with people. Mm-hmm. We're not sure if they're the same person, but they'll leave and then they end up dead and they're being roofied at bars. So everyone out there, please listen. Make sure if you don't leave your drink around anyone, not even if it's a friend and you trust them with your whole life. Take your drink with you. Mm. Um, You know, I've never understood that. I I, I never understood. I've always chucked my drink before I went to the bathroom. Right. But we (laughs) but we learn from the old school. Like my grandma was like, I take my drink to the bathroom and set it right there while I'm peeing. I'm looking at my drink. It's looking at me. So. You know, just be. Or I hand it to my friends. Watch this. <laughs> right. I mean, it, well, I'm scared of my friends these days. Right. Because they be acting up. Right. Well, just just everyone out there, please be careful. Um, they have stated that it's uh, Homeland Security has stated a state of emergency with us just to be very careful when you're going out. Um, they're asking LGBTQ people to go in a pack. Don't go home with anybody that you don't know um, that's telling you, oh, come with me and my friends and trying to separate you. So everyone just please please be vigilant out there because this is not nice Mm -hmm. so before we go we have like two weeks before the new year so maybe we should all go around quickly and say what they would like to accomplish within these two weeks before the new year in these two weeks, what is? Yeah, I would oh, like. Oh, baby, I, I'm just trying to get through these two. Maybe, weeks. That, maybe that's what you're trying to accomplish. I'm we'll take it. that. We'll take I'm that. I'm trying answer. to crawl through these two weeks, and I also need to um, go find some plus size clothing to wear back home in Texas, so everyone don't try to rub my belly and say, "Oh, you done? You getting big?" Mm. I got some shirts you can. Oh, well, don't Thank look you. at Rebel Wilson. I won't look at her line because she can't. <laughs> she cannot help me. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, if there's one thing I want to accomplish in these last two weeks is just just cross the T's, dot the I's, wrap this last quarter out. That way, going into the new year, it's like, okay, I'm prepared. I'm ready. I don't want no leftover emails. Right. I can't be fine. No, I can't. Mm. All right. Um, I like to keep my mental health intact. Yeah. Bury that. Like, period. That's it. She's like, I just need to keep that together. Yeah, uh, that's the tweet. <laughs> love it. Brayden, what you want to do? Oh, no, I just asked the questions. Um, that that Shh. This was a great episode. Um, hello, no, Nick. I'm, ooh, uh, no fool. Ooh. Tell us what uh, you want to do in these next two weeks. No, honestly, I just have to piggyback off Adam. I'm ready to get this shit done, wrap it up in a beautiful bow. I did a great job for 2022. I'm looking forward to getting all of my projects done to completion, taking a like one week break, coming back in 2023 strong. So that's it. Period. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much again for joining us on another episode of Pride to Podcast. You can follow me. I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram, Darrell Anthony on Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter is actually safer for work. Um, so that's fine. Um, oh, is that because Elon took control? No, Elon been posting some shit himself. Um, and also follow Pride the podcast all over social media. You can find me, ya boy, Box Wine Poppy with a zero on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. My Twitter is not safe for work. 
It is not at all. It's gotten worse. You can find me at Mr. Braden Bradley on Instagram. I do know all that bullshit. Because you can't log into your Facebook. I went to your I Facebook the other day to pull a picture from that I needed for something. Oh, did you get in? What's my password? No, I can just go to your public page. Oh, it's public? That's nice. I don't even know what my password is. Just let me know. Okay, Ashley, over to you. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Aaron M on all social media. And I have no follow-up to that. That's that's it. Word. That's, that's it. it. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Be holidays. safe. Be sure to shop the Amazon Small Business Gift Guides where you can get. I want to hear you do this commercial. <laughs> where you can get all of the perfect You're gifts so stupid. for your family, whether it's your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, mothers, Whether some people fathers. double. Sometimes people double as a cousin. All right, everybody. Bye. No, wait. Just be sure to like shop for everyone. I love that, though. I mean, shop we love everyone. a good... No, because I everyone love loves gifts. A good Don't gift. Gifts, Adam? I do. Adam loves gifts. Get on Amazon. I love gifts. <laughs>